gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you are listening to the most electrifying podcast in all of internet radio today. You are listening to the Sports Wire. Today is Saturday, November 9th, 2019. Um, it's a somber day for me. Uh, back 19 years ago today, my grandfather passed away. Uh, my name is Vinny Apsella, of course. Um, he was more of a father to me, and uh, it's, it's, it's still, uh, it still affects me from time to time. Um, but I know that he's, he gives me strength to be the man that he wanted me to be and to be. And if I could be half the man that he was, I think I'm doing good in life. His name was John Vitti. Um, passed away 68 years old. And, uh, you know, he was born on July 9th, which is funny because that's the same day as Kevin Nash's birthday. Um, the two, my grandfather obviously being the most influential man in my personal life, and then Kevin Nash being one of the most influential men that I've watched on TV uh, in terms of, you know, living vicariously through him as a, you know, as a, a teenager and, school, and you know, um, because I was, you know, in my teens, you know, I was born in 81, so during the whole uh, Diesel and NWO era, you know, I was in my teens and early 20s, and, you know, during school, uh, Kevin Nash was, the, was my, you know, Kevin Nash and Hulk Hogan are my all-time favorite wrestlers, and, uh, you know, I definitely lived vicariously through Kevin Nash at the time, um, and then both having the same birthday of July 9th as, uh, you know, a uh, good, a big, big thing in my book. Uh, but my grandfather passed away 19 years ago today during surgery um, on his heart. And um, it's still, like I said, it still affects me. So rest in peace uh, in all the time. Always pay, praying to you and for you. And I love you and miss you every day, Poppy. Um, but anyways, after that, uh, I want to thank you all for listening. Again, uh, this is the Sports Wire on Anchor.fm, um, and I want to thank you all for definitely listening and downloading. You're you're definitely helping out the Sports Wire, whether or not you're uh, actually sponsoring or supporting the show. You're 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 hearing the ad at the beginning, and that's <laughs> support enough, absolutely. Um, but uh, if you're interested in supporting the show, go ahead and donate. But more importantly, uh, this month, uh, if, you, if you want to, if you were thinking about supporting the show, I recommend you go to uh, my No Shave November page. It's uh, no-shave.org slash member slash A 81 The link is on the anchor.fm page. Go ahead and donate there. I am doing No Shave November. I am uh, shaving my head still, but my face, I am growing a beard. First time I've ever done it. Um, so go ahead and donate whatever money, uh, you might have thought about supporting the show with, donate it to that. It's for cancer research as always. Uh, again, my name is Vinny Apicella and you can listen to the sports wire on the majority of the major platforms <laughs> out there, um, in terms of podcast platforms. So with that being said, what's, first of all, I want to apologize for last night's show. It wasn't the greatest. Um, I was really tired, you know, as you know, I, I record these overnight while I'm at work and I was like really tired last night. So there were a couple of times where I was yawning and it probably came through on the, on, on the show and I probably should have just skipped the day, but I put it out and I, uh, 
kind of rambled on about politics and some other stuff, but today, okay, so I did watch SmackDown tonight, which was a great show. It furthered the uh, NXT Invasion storyline. Now, granted, SmackDown and Raw were both taped today in the UK, in Manchester, England. Uh, I don't know why they taped Raw today. They could have taped it over the weekend. I don't know what their schedule is for, uh, you know, for the tour. But apparently because they want to have Raw for Manchester, they could have taped Raw tomorrow night. You know what I mean? But they taped both Raw and SmackDown today. And uh, so the spoilers are out there. I am not, I am not looking at the spoilers. I saw one spoiler um, for Raw, and that's... I'm keeping it to myself, and I'm not looking for any other spoilers. As far as SmackDown goes, tonight was great. Uh, you know, I mean, you're not going to have as as great of a show as last week because last week was, you know, one of those things where it was a surprise show. We didn't know what was going to happen. Like, the normal SmackDown, you know, roster was not there with the exception of The Miz and Daniel Bryan and, you know, the women. But... Having the NXT fully invade last week was absolutely fantastic. And, you know, it kind of, you know, to use an old term, popped the territory. You know, it got the viewers in because it was unexpected. Now they, now it was how they followed up with it. And I think they did pretty well. You know, they're still building for Survivor Series. Now they had uh, Imperium from the NXT UK brand uh, jump heavy machinery and... Uh, for those of you that don't know, Imperium is Fabian Aikner, Martel, uh, Martel, Bartel, uh, uh, Alexander Wolf, and Walter, the uh, NXT UK champion or WWE UK champion. Uh, but you know, so those four attacked Heavy Machinery and then hightailed it out when the rest of the SmackDown babyface tag teams came out or, or babyface wrestlers came out to uh, lend the assist. And then Shayna Baszler was there again to attack, uh, to attack Bailey after she successfully defended her title against Nikki Cross. But I have to say, the uh, I'm sorry, no, it was it was uh, Sasha Banks that defeated Nikki Cross tonight. Bailey was out at ringside, uh, and then they were both beating down on Nikki, and Shayna Baszler came out to attack Bailey. But I really enjoyed the show tonight. Um, I didn't see an ups I didn't see Miz TV, which I thought I was going to. I didn't see, you know, um, some of the things that I thought I was going to see. But either way, it was a really good episode of uh, SmackDown, and let's see how they do with how how Raw is um, coming up on Monday. Like I said, it's pre-taped from today, so we'll we'll see what it's going to be Monday. Uh, I did get a chance to finish watching NXT. I'm in the middle of AEW, um, like uh, halfway through, and I got to say something. First of all, if you saw the ratings, this is the closest uh, ratings uh, that that we've had, and it's simply because of what happened, what's been going on with the NXT invasion. AJ Styles and the OC invaded NXT this past Wednesday, so... The ratings definitely showed it. They both jumped, both NXT and AEW both jumped in the ratings. They both got over 800,000 people. First time they both jumped up in the, in the uh, quote-unquote Wednesday Night Wars. But they were only separated by about 6,000 people. 
or, or something to that effect, maybe a little, maybe a little higher, but they were both in the 800,000 uh, rating range, and uh, it was very, very close. And actually, one of the segments, the, I believe it was Tainara against Santana Garrett, that match on NXT was the first segment in NXT to beat the opposing segment on AEW, 813,000 to 806,000. So it was uh, a monumental night for NXT. And I want to see what they're going to do going forward. And I think, in my opinion at least, the, you know, NXT is, has the better storytelling. And we've said it before. The, the advantage that NXT has over AEW is that they're part of the WWE system. They could have anybody from Raw or SmackDown on their shows. You know, having Rhea Ripley come over from NXT UK was a, you know, was a good pickup, especially considering she's going to be part of the first ever women's war games match. But having, you know, AJ Styles and the OC come down and had, being the main event on NXT against uh, Tommaso Ciampa, Matt Riddle, and Keith Lee, and then to have the Undisputed Era come out and uh, get involved, and then Finn Balor come out, and kind of tease a Bullet Club reunion or a club reunion, a Balor Club reunion, so to speak, uh, considering all four of them are heels now. Uh, good TV. Really good TV, and I, I, I'm really excited for it. I really am. So we're going to see how that's going to unfold and play out. See, AEW, going to the other side now, they don't, number one, they don't have the depth of good talent. And what do I mean by good talent? And of course, my views are a little different than some of the other people's views. To me, guys like Jimmy Havoc, Joey Janela, uh, you know, Orange Cassidy, and some of the other gimmicks that they have are not good talent. So I don't consider them when I say, you know, the depth of the roster because they're not good talent, in my opinion. So when you have, uh, you know, and even their women's division is very, very lackluster. And, and the reason why I say that is their women's champion is a 98-pound uh, Japanese girl who nobody has ever heard of before, and in terms of mainstream wrestling fans, okay? So nobody's ever heard of Riho, and, you know, they had a 98-pound girl, Japanese schoolgirl lookalike, beat Nyla Rose, who... In reality, Nyla Rose is transgender, okay? She was born a male and transitioned to a female. In all reality, if you're going to do something legitimately sports-based, Nyla Rose will kick Rio's ass any day. Now, and, and I fully believe that's how it should have been. Nyla Rose should be dominating that. And the only person that could possibly stop her is Awesome Kong. And that would have, you know, set that up. But I haven't seen Nyla Rose on AEW Dynamite in the past two or three weeks. Uh, I've seen, you know, I've seen her say that she's on AEW Dark. I do not watch AEW Dark because I know it's on YouTube.
but I don't watch it because it showcases a lot of the garbage wrestling that, quite honestly, doesn't interest me. So I don't watch it instead of complaining about it. Uh, you know, with that said, you know, AEW doesn't have that talent to draw off of. Like, obviously, they have guys that they've signed. They have, you know, Jake Hager, who hasn't had his first match yet. Kind of got a little physical involved, but uh, he hasn't had his first match yet. I don't know what the contract states in terms of, you know, wrestling with his MMA career or whatever. Uh, so, they just don't have that depth of talent. Up, coming up tomorrow night is, uh, or tonight I should say, is AEW's Full Gear. Uh, pay-per-view, I will not be ordering it. I can't afford the pay-per-view price. Uh, not to mention, it. Like I would only really be interested in two matches, and that is Cody versus uh, Cody versus Jericho for the world title. Stipulation being that if Cody loses, uh, that he can never challenge for the AEW title anymore. I'm looking for Jericho to win. The other match uh, that I that I would be looking forward to is uh, John Moxley and Kenny Omega, and it's more for John Moxley because I want to see how how they're going to do it. It's a lights out match on sanction, so it's going to be at the end of the pay per view. They're going to turn the lights off and turn it back on and say it's you know use that gimmick, but they've used that gimmick so much already in the first you know, six months of existence that they're going to end up ruining the gimmick and it's going to end up being just a regular match, just quote-unquote unsanctioned. So it's hard to... It's kind of hard to... Uh, I don't want to say rectify, but it's kind of hard to promote something like that as being special, as being, you know, a, a blow-off match when it's kind of the norm now. You know, Moxley had a lights-out match with, uh, who was it? Was it uh, Joey Janela already? You know, then there was a lights-out match with uh, Joey Janela. I think it was Kenny Omega, if I'm not mistaken. And, you know, so it's kind of one of those things where they've already done it so much. It should have been, it should be spaced out. But, you know, that's... On, on them, of course. Then you have, you know, Riho defending her women's title against uh, Emi Sakura. Again, two, peop two women that nobody really knows. You know, then you've got uh, B, uh, B. A. Priestley against uh, Dr. Br Baker DMD. You know, she's a dentist. Uh, so... You know, that's, there's no title on the line, so there is some kind of storyline there. Uh, then you've got Santana and Ortiz taking on the Young Bucks. You've got SCU defending the tag titles in a three-way uh, triple threat tag. It'll be SCU defending against the Lucha Brothers and Private Party. Uh, this past week on AEW Dynamite, Private Party defeated the Dark Order for the bronze medal in terms of being in third place. You know, the the loser's bracket, so to speak, of the tag team tournament. That was stupid. I'm sorry. There is no 
bronze medal in wrestling, you know, in uh, pro wrestling. Um, you either win or you lose. You don't, you know, there's no third, you know, every other tournament, there's no loser's bracket. Uh, so that was dumb. That was a dumb gimmick. Um, if you wanted to have Dark Order face Private Party, then that's what you do. You have Dark Order face Private Party. But you don't have to name it a, a third, you know, a, a bronze medal thing. So, with that said, it's just really, really dumb. You know, so like I said, AEW has some good things going for it. And, uh, you know, some bad things going for it, of course. You know, but uh, then again, NXT, WWE, they all, it's the same thing. They all have good stuff. They all have bad stuff going for them. Uh, you know, stuff they could improve on. With either way, with both of them... You know, with, with with both companies, the matches are just way too long. You know, and 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 it's one thing if it's going to be a good match. You know, like like two superstars going at it, two really big names, like the the six man tag at the end of NXT, or even you know, uh, the the way the the way the AEW started with Pack against. Uh, Trent, that was a good match for what it was. Uh, I don't like the idea of Orange Cassidy being in there, but, you know, whatever. But it seems like, especially on AEW, all the matches are like 20 minutes long and stuff. Uh, and it really shouldn't be. <laughs> that, you know, some of them need to be squash matches. You have to build up the talent. Um, you know the the tag match even the tag match with dark order and private party was a good match ending you know that that match would have been okay to go through a commercial break but it seems like every match is at least 15 to 20 minutes on AEW and it really shouldn't be it really really should not be but it is what it is right okay with that being said, hmm, seems like our time clock stopped working. Anyways, <laughs> uh, going off on tangents there. I want to thank you all for listening again. My name is uh, Vinny Apicella. Uh, there's really not much else to go over. Tomorrow night, when I when I come to you, I will talk some General Hospital for you. Because it's getting good. Um, I like the storylines you're doing. Uh, Blast from the Past came back today on today's episode. And I'll go over the full week recap tomorrow right here on the Sportswire. Remember, Sportswire is just a name. And uh, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be all about sports. But again, my name is Vinny Apicella. I will be with you tomorrow night. Uh, feel free to uh, follow me on Twitter at the Apicella SWE. Follow Sportswire on Twitter and Instagram at Sportswire Audio. Uh, email us, sportswireaudio at gmail.com. Visit our anchor.fm page, www.sportswireaudio.com. And like I said, donate to uh, No Shave November, which the link is at our anchor page, but it's www.no-shave.org slash member slash VinnyA81. And... Uh, you know, like I said, you can find us on every major podcast, on every major podcast platform, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, 
uh, Radio Public, Podbean, Podcast Addict, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review and subscribe, and you'll get great content every night, for the most part, every day, every night. And uh, thank you all for listening. Again, my name is Vinny Apicella. We'll see you tomorrow on the Sports Wire.